Welcome, everyone, to another Your Amigos podcast. Tom and I are joined by my good friend and colleague, Eric Small from UCSF. And we're going to talk today about some of the recent triplet therapy and prostate cancer. We did a, a podcast with Kareem Fazazi around ASCO in the PEACE-1 study. And as you know, that um, study looked at triplet therapy, had a, a great RPFS hazard ratio of 0.54 pending overall survival. There's some Enzymed data, which doesn't seem to show a survival benefit to triplet therapy. And so we wanted to have Eric on to sort of give us the, the big picture perspective on that. So Eric, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. You can just introduce yourself and then maybe give us give us sort of your take on the landscape and sort of where we are. And then we'll we'll interrupt with lots of questions. Sounds good. Uh, hi, uh, Brian and Tom. It was my pleasure to be here. Uh, this is Eric Small. I'm a professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco, where I've led the prostate program for many, many years. And uh, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Um, so, so should I us, jump in? Yeah, jump in. I mean, tell, maybe we can start with piece one since that was the most recent data. Tell us how you interpret, interpret that data and, and how it impacts practice now. Sure. So, um, you know, as I think of piece one, I, I, the, the first question that I've asked is, uh, what have we learned directly from it? So what do the data show before we interpret it? And you've alluded to it. Uh, I think one of the most important things to remember about this study is that it really, um, to Kareem and, and the investigator's credit, demonstrated incredible agility to you know, adapt design based on a rapidly changing field, which we're all facing in, mm -hmm. in urologic oncology. That's, you know, it's, it's, which is great. It's a wonderful problem to have. Um, but it really makes interpretation of the data challenging. And just so for, for people who I know you've, you've heard Kareem speak to this, but, you know, for the longest time, androgen deprivation therapy was our standard of care. And then docetaxel was the very first uh, agent that was really shown to, to benefit. And piece one had begun to accrue prior to docetaxel being standard of care. Um, so it had to adapt to that. And then shortly thereafter, uh, abiraterone uh, was was shown uh, to to be significant in this setting, um, and in fact, Kareem presented the latitude study at ASCO, I believe, is in twenty seventeen, and I was a discussant at at, the, at that plenary session, and the the key point from that was that it looked like abiraterone was identical in its impact compared to docetaxel. That was what we thought back then. Uh, and then somewhere along the line, uh, the addition of radiotherapy was added. And so, you know, Peace One really tried to adapt to this. And I think they've done a good job in trying to sort of say, well, we're going to add to the standard of care and see if that helps. And so the standard of care changed and the patient population changed. Uh, initially, it was patients just getting ADT, and then it was patients getting ADT plus taxotere. So what the data show is that in patients with metastatic hormone-sensitive prostate cancer, the addition of abiraterone to standard of care, six patients, 60% of whom had received docetaxel, was beneficial. And it was a substantial, as you alluded to, increase in RPFS you know, from 2.2 years to 4.5 years, the delta is 2.3 2, 2 years. It's very impressive. The hazard mm -hmm. ratio is very impressive. The issue is, 
is that we already knew that adding abiraterone to ADT was beneficial, right? That, that's not new. And so the question is, is, is adding, at, does adding abiraterone to docetaxel a benefit? And the answer is yes, but docetaxel is no longer the standard of care as frontline therapy. So it's a largely, in my estimation, um, less relevant question. And but it is, me, sorry to interrupt, but it is a standard of care. It is, right? it is, it is. And so let me, let me, let me first, first, uh, there's two things to address, I think. Uh, one is issues with the study design. And, and then the second is, is docetaxel sort of the standard of care? Well, you know, what we can say, I'll address the second first. What we can say is that we can improve on docetaxel by adding abiraterone. I think that's probably a fair statement, mm -hmm. but in no way does this validate docetaxel abiraterone as the standard of care as, as Kareem implied. It simply says that doce abi is likely better than doce alone, but a far better study testing triplet therapy should have been abiraterone versus abiraterone plus docetaxel. And do you, think that, do you think that study will ever happen? No. I, okay. I think it's unlikely. Um, Eric, can I ask a question? <laughs> so why, why do you think that's the better control arm? Do you think the PFS would be longer for that arm? I mean, you, because you're still in the guidelines, you don't have to give um, LHRH plus. Right. And you can give LHRH plus chemotherapy. So okay. why, are those two, why are those two control arms not interchangeable? Yeah, so I don't think they are. Uh, again, they haven't been, you know, directly compared, but as you well know, um, you know, an analysis of concurrent arms from the Stampede study suggested, suggested a slight advantage to abiraterone over docetaxel. A meta-analysis has suggested that abiraterone generally uh, translates into better outcomes. A network meta-analysis demonstrated a quality advantage to abiraterone. And even back okay. in so back Eric, in 2017, you know, we back in 2017, the latitude uh, hazard ratio was 0.47. We really shouldn't compare these side to side, but charted was 0.53. Latitude had an 18-month survival advantage. Charted had a 14. So latitude abiraterone, charted chemotherapy. Yeah. So even back then, it was sort of, yeah, okay. you know, the hazard ratios overlap, but they are, these are not I'm gonna identical ask my, drugs. I'm going to ask my question in a different way. So what's happened is that, uh, that it looks like the benefit associated with piece one has knocked it out the park with, as you said, the sort of two-year PFS advantage. And the numbers you've said here, um, comparing indirectly latitude and charted, the benefits are a month here, a month there. Is the quantity of the benefit so much greater with um, in piece one with the triplet that you can actually say that okay it, it could have been twenty percent you know worse um, right, or, right. but but actually it's still eighty percent it's still out of the park. Yeah, I think the answer is no, and here's why. And this now gets at the at the design of the study. So couple couple of comments. You know, first. Uh, this study was not placebo-controlled. Um, you know, and RPFS appears to have been done lo locally, not centrally. So it introduces a bias, I think, in, in this ascertaining the RPFS. We also have no idea of, you know, of uh, the proportion of patients that ultimately will go on 
to receive secondary therapy, right? This, what this study tested was docetaxel abiraterone um, versus docetaxel. It did not test docetaxel abiraterone with doci followed by abi. But Eric, and that's true. Every doublet or triplet study, it, you always have that criticism, right, as well. Right. Patient, but but we still give plenty of doublet and triplet therapy and, you know, our doublets and kidney cancer, you know, not everybody's going to get salvage therapy. And sometimes that's an argument that you should give it up front, right? If patients can never make it to that effective salvage therapy, then you should give it up front. Uh, perhaps. But but again, the, the study that was presented is, listen, Abbey is the standard of care because we're comparing it to DOSI. But for many reasons, that's not reality. You know, the real world, I mean, we'll get back to the question that Tom asked. The real world is, is that in point of fact, absent cost or availability or other issues, chemotherapy doesn't need to be used first. It's not the standard of care. Most people who have a choice are using abiraterone. Um, it's probably a slightly better agent. And you haven't really tested the utility of sequential therapy. Um, and, and I mean, I think that's a fair criticism, Brian, that, you know, you can never really, really do that. Right. But, the, but, but the study, I think it's a little bit disingenuous to say that um, uh, ADT plus abiraterone is better than any standard of care and therefore it should be used. In, in fact, if you look at, um, for example, with latitude, when you add abiraterone alone, the ADT, um, <clears throat> the total RPFS in that study was 2.75 years. And the delta, the improvement over background was 1.5 years, 1.54 to be exact. So, you know, 1.54 versus 2.3 in peace. I don't, that's not an out of the park. That's not hitting it out of the park to me. I think that the, that the, you know, abiraterone is a good agent and adding it to, to ADT is, is absolutely appropriate. But for patients who just, just, you know, for patients who you're going to start therapy on, for whom chemotherapy is not necessarily being contemplated, it, I don't think it follows that you should be using docetaxel plus Abby. So I, you know, I, have a, I have a comment and a question. The comment is we may have to have you back on to debate Chris Sweeney about using Dosi versus Abby up front because I've, I've heard right. him give some good arguments about Dosi up front. We don't have to dwell on that. But my comment is, well, well what if the overall survival is positive, right? I don't know when that's going to come, but I sort of heard that it might be soon, you know. And so right. what if the overall survival is 0.68 or whatever it is and it's significant? Would, would you change your mind? Yeah, so... A couple, couple comments. First of all, we know, you know, there's precedent with Enzimet that RPFS was positive and survival was not. Um, I, I would have to, in order to look at the survival data, and Kareem did not report this, I would need to know what proportion of patients who received docetaxel alone went on to receive abiraterone in the, in the sequential arm or, right. or, or, right? Because if if the proportion of control patients that get crossover therapy is low, well then sure, survival's better because you're not giving active right. therapy to the, to the placebo patient or to the control Eric, patients. I've got a question for you. So, but, so wait, that, wait, wait, let me just answer Brian's question. So yes. that said, 
if the proportion of patients that that received crossover abiraterone um, uh, at progression is substantial, and for me, substantial is seventy percent or higher. Okay. Uh, then if I saw survival advantage, I would believe it. And I'd okay. say, you know, yeah, it looks like the triplet is better than the sequential therapy. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that, um, but we'll see, we'll see. But, the, but, yeah. but it would change the perspective. The other comment that Kareem made that I want to comment on is that, you know, he talks about, you know, we should spare men we should go to triplet therapy to spare men the anguish of RPFS. But honestly, a lot of RPFS is not symptomatic. It's you know maybe psychologically anguishing, uh, and we've all bought into the concept that it's a really good thing. But if survival is not enhanced, then uh, you know RPFS you know may not be the do all and end all. In in and of itself, it's not a reason to give it. In your opinion. That's correct. Yeah. Go ahead, Tom. I'm um, sorry, Tom. Eric, I, I love the uh, I love the way you don't let me interrupt. That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Tom, I'm so, I love that. I'm love so that. sorry. That's because you're my friend. You know. I normally get away with it. I normally get away with it. Now, look, Eric, one of the things that confuses me a little bit is the Enzymet trial. So many people come to me and say the Enzymet trial actually influences their interpretation of piece one. But Enzymet asked a very different question. What are those people alluding to? Well, I think, I think the, the, the thought is that, you know, in, in Enzymet, um, there was a RPFS advantage that did not translate into survival advantage. And so I think that's the perspective that people are taking. That... There was a subset in Enzymet where a subgroup of the patients did get chemotherapy too. So some patients in Enzymet were treated with the triplet and the benefit to that didn't, is that the, is that the subset analysis that you're referring to? That, that's correct. And, and it is a very different question, right? Uh, you know, because this was really, it, it's not entirely clear in, in, in Enzymet who got uh, chemotherapy and why. Uh, yes. Whereas in, whereas in P, you know, a lot of that may have been investigator discretion just was never very clear. Um, and in, in, uh, you know, piece one, uh, it was more carefully outlined as to, you know, and it was chronologic. It was just due because to in, the, in the endomet trial, some patients were allowed to go into the trial, having had chemotherapy That's and correct. then leaving Enza. And so it wasn't controlled in a round. And, and it was, nor was it necessarily concurrent therapy. And that didn't show the survival advantage that you feel is so important. I think the survival yeah. advantage is very important. Uh, no, no. but that in Enzymet, it didn't show the survival. That is correct. That you feel that is correct. That is correct. Um, Eric, my next question comes the tolerability profile and toxicity profile. Um, one yeah. of um, other people have come to me and said, actually, it doesn't look any more difficult to tolerate the triplet. And so w assuming all, el all else being equal, it has a clear, it, I mean, the, the disease-free survival benefit is, is better um, the OS, we don't know yet, but it doesn't appear to be worse. What have we got to lose? Yeah. So a couple of comments. I mean, what we have to lose is that there are the occasional patients that have substantial 
docetaxel toxicity, including pulmonary toxicity. And if you have that one patient who develops pulmonary toxicity that may or may not have been picked up in this study, uh, you'll, you'll be sort of kicking yourself, right? I mean, I think we make these decisions every day. We use toxic therapy when we have to. Um, but if you don't have to, and if you can gain from sequential therapy, that may be appropriate. The other, the other comment that I want to make about the toxicity that was reported, I mean, I, I think Kareem was um, uh, appropriate uh, in, in pointing out that, you know, the prednisone is a wonderful drug <laughs> uh, and that, that, you know, that, that that really may have helped with a lot of the uh, potential uh, uh, toxicities observed. Uh, in the, it, it was interesting that in the docetaxel population, uh, in the first six months of therapy, um, you know, febrile neutropenia was identical, um, which, you know, I, I actually, you don't see a lot of febrile neutropenia anyway uh, with, with, with docetaxel. So, um, you know, and there's no reason to believe that uh, hematologic toxicity would necessarily be worse by the addition of abiraterone. Um, uh, you know, he didn't, he did, they, they did not report specifically on, um, uh, pulmonary toxicity. And I'd be very curious to see that and make sure that, you know, we, we are used to seeing a little bit of pulmonary toxicity, uh, when, when docetaxel is used. And so it'd be useful to, to see that. Um, it is encouraging that the overall, you know, deaths that we're seeing were, you know, there's one more death in the abiraterone group. So it was very comparable. So I, I think the toxicity doesn't scare me away that much. Um, but there are issues with it, of course. And the other issue is, you know, you have to, in order to have gotten on this study, you needed to be able to get you needed to be able to get taxitier. And mm -hmm. so that excludes a lot of patients that we in practice would say, Ugh, you know, 85 years old, I have a choice of taxitier or abiraterone, I'm going with abiraterone. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, so I think that there is a, although this is a, you know, randomized uh, phase three study, there is patient selection here as to who actually can get docetaxel. And so, you know, yes, it's a, as you point out, Brian, yes, it's a standard of care, but it's not a standard of care for everyone. Right. So Eric, my, my last question, I'll see if Tom has any, is right now with the data, just the data at hand, no survival data yet. Is there, are there any patients who would walk into your clinic who you would say, I'm going to give you triplet therapy or any circumstance that you would do it? No, no, there, there really isn't. There is you know, no subset of patient that I would, other, other than patients who I really worry about, you know, small cell neuroendocrine cancer or something like that, okay. uh, that I would want to give, you know, docetaxel and carboplatin or cabazine yeah. carb or yeah, something yeah. like that. But other than those obvious patients, uh, no, there's, there, you know, there are people who've made an argument that, that patients with visceral disease should, mm -hmm. you know, get, docetaxel up front, and there's no evidence to support that contention. Abiraterone works just as well. So there's very few patients that I would choose I, to, to I, do that, number one. 
I do think, you know, the rare patient who, not the rare, the patient who, where there's financial toxicity uh, and they can't afford the aberrant or aberrant is not available um, or has, you know, rip-roaring, brittle diabetes that you just don't want to be throwing these agents at, then docetaxel might be the appropriate agent for those patients. Um, But for the average patient, there is not a patient that I would do triplet therapy, given the data today. Eric, I've got a last question. Do you feel your opinion is aligned with the rest of the community? Are you a one-stream extreme? Uh, and, and, how, and how unified is the community going to be on this issue? Oh, I think the very fact that we're having this discussion suggests that it's going to continue to be fairly contentious. <laughs> um, I, I don't think these data support triplet therapy. Uh, but there are, know, people who, there are people who do. There, I think there are people, I think in the community, most people will not, at least in, 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 in the people who I see referred to me and, and you know, uh, that, that in, in America, at least, the preeminent frontline therapy is in fact abiraterone. It's not docetaxel. And so this study didn't ask the question of adding docetaxel to those patients. And so I don't think that this will impact uh, practice uh, dramatically. I, Eric, I'm a little less sure about what the case is in Europe. I mean, you might address that, Tom. Well, I, I'd struggle a bit to be honest, Eric. As with many things in my life, <laughs> listen, this has been this has been gold dust, Eric. I, we haven't heard the end of this discussion. We probably no, we haven't. And, and I think sounds like a debate. A number of different debate. boxes. So we're gonna we're gonna get back to you on that, Eric. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope we can see each other soon. I remember our. I'll walk around the walls of Leeds, uh, of Leeds City together, popping into one or two pubs on the way. And I hope that's not too far around the corner. Tom, I remember that really, really. I was actually just thinking of it. It was, it was not Leeds, it was York. Um, oh, wow. I'm totally sorry. <laughs> too, too, many, too many pubs, but I do remember it. It was quite some time ago, but I remember it very fondly. And I Tom, hope you've never were. taken me on such a walk. I'm kind of jealous. You'd be very lucky, Brad. You'd be very lucky if you were invited. <laughs> Very lucky. Hey, Eric, I can't believe I got the city wrong. That's so embarrassing. Okay. Yeah, it's Eric. your country, for God's sake. Awful. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Awesome. Talk Take to care. you soon. Bye now.